Thank you for tuning in to the Prime Driven by the Best podcast. I'm your host, Dennis Davis. With me today, I have a very special guest, and if you've ever worked with this guy before, you know he's the best in the business. I've got Tyler Patrick in our Road Assist Department. Thanks for being with us today. Hey, Dennis. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm excited to go over a few things and uh, you know, maybe reach out and be able to help some people out on the road. So. Good deal. So it's mid-October. Yep. Uh, already in, in various parts of the country, we've got snow on the ground, and even here in Springfield, Missouri, we're starting to see some close to freezing temperatures. So if you would, just kind of give our driver base a little bit of information about some of the things we should keep on our, our truck as we come into the winter season. Awesome. Yeah, so, I mean, ironically, you think that, you know, winter season, that's that's our hot time. That's when things really get cranked up in road assist. And so, you know, being prepared for the cold weather and the things that can happen out on the road is, is really a key part to make sure our operators are up and running all the time. So, I mean, just a, sh- a quick list of things that we suggest to keep on the truck, just, uh, you know, jumper cables, make sure, you know, you can keep the truck and, or the reefer running in a case of need. Uh, wintertime seems to be pretty harsh on batteries, so that's always something we want to keep on hand. Um, an amount of fuel gel, anti-gel, you know, to treat your fuel is, is good to keep on hand whenever, you know, you get in these really cold areas out in Wyoming or get into Utah, something like that. A lot of these truck stops will start running out of the anti-gel, especially the stuff that we like to use. So it's good to make sure you've got enough on hand to maybe go a tank or two in between um, fuel-ups just to make sure you've got what you need and you don't get stranded out on the road. Uh, another thing we suggest is is Diesel 911. It's made by the same company we get it for our uh, anti-gel, but this is in case you do get into a situation where a truck is going to start to gel up. You can add this emergency additive to bring that uh, that gelled fuel back into liquid form and get the truck up and running again. Uh, tire chains, everybody, you know, should be keeping tire chains on the truck anyways, but in some cases, for whatever reason, they may not be on there. We want to make sure we got these tire chains. You know, they can come into a situation where even if you're on a parking lot, you can just lay them down on the ground and, and get out from, you know, uh, being in a situation where you can't get the truck or trailer moving. Um, a bag of kitty litter will also kind of do the same concept. You can just throw down some kitty litter or maybe some oil dry, something like that, to get out of your own way or get out of a, a parking spot. If you park in where it's dry and then it snows or ices overnight, you know, uh, you might have trouble getting out of that spot that you're stuck in. So those items are going to help you get that traction back and get moving. Um, de-icer and washer fluid, uh, as well as, you know, winter wiper blades, they change the style of the wiper blades going from something to clean the windshield of bugs and debris to actually being able to hold uh, the ice and the, the wet weather coming onto the windshield off. So making sure you're set up with your washer fluid and, and windshield wipers is, is also huge. So, And then just your normal safety items, keeping you know a good pair of winter clothes, a nice jacket, uh, some gloves and boots, and some, you know extra food and water. You get into a situation where you're out on 80 and they, they shut down the pass or whatever, and you're stuck out there for a couple days. You know, you want to make sure you've got food and water to make sure – Ultimately, you come out of there okay. So, that, That's great information, Tyler. Thank you. Yeah. One thing I want to talk to you about also is pre-trips. You know, yeah. throughout the entire year, it's so important for a driver to do a pre-trip at the start of every shift. But I think it's a little bit more imperative that we get those done during the winter weather. And that's not the time to take the shortcut when it comes to, you know, you go to bed, it's... It's cold, but it's not snowing. You wake up 10 hours later after right. a break, and lo and behold, we've got snow on the ground. Right. It's dark. It's snow on the ground. I really don't want to get out and, you know, kind of talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, so, I mean, it seems like the time, the wintertime, whenever it's nasty out, you know, the weather's not nice, is the time you really don't want to be, 
getting out of the truck. But that's, again, when it's most crucial to pay attention to these these items. So you want to make sure that your tires are inflated. You want to make sure your brakes are releasing. You want to do this thorough pre-trip. And my key to a pre-trip is always I just suggest the more items you can put your hands onto, the better your pre-trip's going to be. So try and get a hand on every component and piece of the truck. Grab it. Pull it around, see if it's loose, see if it's wiggling, something's out of place. I mean, if you touch it with your hands, you're looking at it, you're feeling it, you got a sense of what's going on with the equipment. So, um, you know, making sure we're doing pre-trips on the reefers when we're picking them up, make sure they don't have gel fuel. You go up to a shipper or a receiver, and now the reefer doesn't run because we didn't check it. You know, now it's down to the, the wire. we got to pick this load up, and our equipment's not ready. So pre-trips are more crucial now in the wintertime really than, than any other time of the year, I think. Well, good, good. Now... One last thing, and, and this is just about road assist in general. I know that you guys have really been focusing on, you know, being as value added to the our, our driver base as, as we possibly can, reducing the time on hold, you know, making yourselves even more uh, accessible. And I know that each road assist associate works with a specific fleet manager. So can you talk to us a little bit about, you know, some of the best ways to get a hold of road assist? Yeah. So, I mean, one of the biggest things that we're pushing for right now is the use of the mobile app. I mean, this app is just is really changing the game as far as breakdowns go. Um, as I'm sure a lot of you guys know already, as you're looking through this app, the, the fields and the, the places and the information it asks you is just incredible. So going from before, you know, you have a, an issue where you're out on the road, you might seem like, you know, you're getting a good amount of information and, the you know, the first initial message, but, you know, from the road assist standpoint, we need exact details and more information than what you probably think is necessary. So the app has really done huge things for us as far as making sure that we get that exact information in the first message that we get so we can get you know something initiated to get the driver up and off the road and back to a safe position. So ultimately, the app or the Qualcomm is going to be the most really efficient way to get all that information that we need to you. But we always do have our phones turned on, and our call hold times now are really improving um, we've got a great team, a really dedicated group of individuals, you know, in Road Assist. And, um, I mean, I can't say enough about our team. We've we really been doing some great things. And I think that Road Assist is not really the department it used to be. I think we've come a long ways, and um, we have become that asset that our drivers need. Excellent, excellent. 